0: Coming to you from the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. That's where we are. Although we're in a bit more posh setting than we usually are. Yes. Uh, We're relaxed and sitting on a couch,
1: hanging out, just chilling in front of the big
0: screen, with the gunslinger helmet. Chilling like a villain with a gunslinger helmet here as the uh, centerpiece to this whole thing. But we're still on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. We're the Smoking Guns podcast. I'm Philip Pickenbotham. I'm joined as always by RC Woods.
1: Hello, everybody. Get ready. Bang, bang.
0: And Leo Yamas. What's up,
2: Gunslinger fans?
0: We are a podcast that deals with football. Yes, we are. We are a podcast that deals with football in Texas. We are a podcast that deals with football in the San Antonio area. That's right. And specifically centered around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League mm-hmm. for now.
1: For now. Oh, I see a comment that Michael Michael needs my autograph. And I, I thought I said, well, I don't know where we can meet or whatever, but I'm, I'll be very excited and very uh, blessed to, uh, to sign your shirt, your jersey.
0: Can I finish the uh, intro now?
1: Yeah, we okay. can. Cool. Yeah.
0: Greatest yeah. thing to happen to San Antonio, to football in San Antonio ever. 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 Yeah. So, oh, that's nice. Louis Armeo says, uh, best podcast in San Antonio. I'll take Aww, it. Oh, you're sweet. Thanks, Louie. I'll take Thank it. Thank you. For sure. Uh, so, we're going to talk about gunslingers. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about the AAL. We're going to talk with the architect of the defense. Okay. For the San Antonio Gunslingers a little later the today. The mastermind. James Stoltz. Like We've talked about him a lot on the show. I don't think we've talked to him on the show.
2: Not on the show. Uh, So we're going to
0: write that. We're going to make that. uh, We're going to fix that. We've talked to players, some of his players. Yep. But first got to start, uh, you know, where we should start. And that is with the game on Monday night. Not this Monday night. Two Monday nights ago. Right.
1: Seems like forever.
0: Mississippi Raiders. Mm-hmm. Came into the the, Raiders. Uh, the San Antonio Rose Palace for the final home game of 2021. Yes, uh, it was almost two weeks ago as we sit here now. Right. So, what do you re- what what sticks out to that game? What is that game now to you? Um, because I'll be honest, it was it, it was a win. It's a big win. All of those things, but it's kind of a run of the mill kind of thing now. Like we came in, we took care of business, we won the
2: game. What else is new? That's it. Yeah. 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 uh, Well,
1: I will say attendance to me was very different. I know that we had partnered up with the, um, river city Hornets and they were doing a fundraiser and they were selling tickets. Yeah. And I definitely could see their presence there at the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, military appreciation yes. night mm-hmm. um i had somebody i saw somebody say something about they didn't think there was even a thousand people there oh I, no it oh, was not gosh. somebody that was in the building yeah definitely yeah. Um, not i know for a fact it was somebody that wasn't in the building and i'm like no no there was quite we, a few people we gotta oh, they had to be over two thousand yeah they had to be yes. over sure. two
2: thousand. that's the problem with the stream and we've noticed that it's just not you know the stream that we're a part of it's most of the stream right. we've seen where where it's positioned normally is from the side where the the major stands are the bigger the right. bigger portion of stands meaning more of the fans the home team side. so what you see in the perspective of the stream is not, indicative of the the fan attendance right
1: right and then for tailgating of course chris was there with uh the pepper sauce i mean that was delicious Teardrop pepper company that's right and then uh, coach's corner was out there yep and so they were passing out i think sausage wraps i think it was or, or
0: yeah. burgers? I think, burgers i had a great burger burgers, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and so
1: tailgating was a little bit different i got there a little bit later um but there was just people On point, they were going in, parking, and getting inside. You know what I mean? It was like there was a job to do, and they were going to come, and they were going to cheer. Not so much tailgating, but that's okay. But I would say the parking lot was full.
0: We've come a long way, because I walked in. I get there very early. Yes, you do. To get everything set up and do all that kind of stuff, but... Uh, You know, Michael Wayne Davis, we're going to discuss that whole, because I do want to talk about the USFL news that broke today and how that might affect the gunslingers. I've got thoughts on it. Um, I know that you're getting some information right now from uh, some of the team ownership, I think. I've got thoughts. I've got ideas Um, on all of that that we'll talk about in a minute. The, um, The game... Where was it going with all that? We're
2: talking you about said, what, what, what did we, know, we take that? away yeah, yeah. from so, it? Because it was kind of like So I get there quote. really early. Yeah, you do.
0: And this was the first time. You get better, and you get better, and you get better as you do things over mm-hmm. and over. Repetition is great. Mm-hmm. Practice, that that's practice what practice makes is perfect. all about. Right. Um, this was the time I walked in as early as I get there, and the field was already out.
1: That was awesome. Dasher
0: boards were already it was out. out the day before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The day before. It was all just... It, it, Exactly the way it should be. And I'm like, great. Last time around, we finally figured out how to get all this done. <laughs> hey, at least
1: we out. Because I don't out.
0: know, you guys remember the first couple of games, like they're still throwing up dasher boards and pads. Right. Mm-hmm. At kickoff goal time. You know? And the goal And the goal are getting, you know. Hung up. Strong. So that's what that's the one thing that really sticks out to the game. The game itself was a gunslinger win. I think we all expected it to be a gunslinger win.
2: We did, uh, seeing what we've seen from the Raiders before and you know. I mean, anybody can step up. And anybody can surprise you, you know.
0: on any given game. But if you'd asked me at the beginning, I don't, you know, I would have hedged my bets because that's the kind of person I am and said, well, anybody can win. But my expectation was that San Antonio, right. it, if anything, I thought we should have beat them by more
2: than
1: one. The we number did. should have been higher, I think.
2: I, I kind of was surprised. I was the opposite seeing how the the uh, Raiders were had been competitive in some of their other games that they were played, I thought maybe they kind of, along as the Gunslingers, you know, the Gunslingers are definitely, they've improved from game to game. Right. For sure. So And when we played the Raiders, that was in their first game. Right. Sure. It was their first home yep. game. It was their first it game, was. period. And I figured just looking at some of the scores, you know, they, they weren't all wins, but they were competitive for the most part. And I figured they were going to bring a, a little bit of a tougher challenge than they did the first time around. And the Gunslingers, I thought, beat them pretty handily. And you're right. I, I agree. They could have beat them even more handily. Right. But I, I thought it was going to be more of a challenge. Nothing against against the Raiders. But um, the Gunslingers are just at a different level right now.
0: As you listen True. and watch, you need to know that uh, we are here um, at Leo's house which is where we do a lot of this, and he is having some work done. So you may hear some banging. You may yeah. hear some doors opening and closing. Um, that is stuff that has to be done. And uh, our our, life. our original goal for tonight was to be out yeah. of practice, mm-hmm. which would have been a lot of other noise other than us. Uh, you don't get that because there was a little bit of rain today. I mean, it rained. Little, it rained tad. for a few <laughs> minutes today. Yeah. And so we weren't able, they had to cancel practice because um, I I don't think they had enough lifeguards. Like, I I don't think there were enough lifeguards to to be at practice. Yeah, Not not enough oars. So, uh, is what it is. But uh, just to let you know, that's what you may be hearing in the background. We wanted to make you aware of that.
1: You know, a lot of people when I tell them about the arena football, they're like, "Oh yeah, it's always high-scoring games." Now we haven't had that many high-scoring games. They're running about twenties, right? They're- well, and
0: there's so there's reasons for that. Okay. Yes. Uh, the reason for that is
1: we're all new to this. No,
0: the San Antonio <laughs> the Gunslingers defense, defense is oh, phenomenal. phenomenal. Is yeah. locked down, and mm-hmm. they're yes. not. They're not giving up a lot of points. Uh huh. And so there's no need to go out and and you know. You don't normally arena football is a track meet okay. this team scores. And then that team scores yeah. and it's just back and forth. It's mm-hmm. the last person that has the ball. And if you can get a couple of possession lead, then you're good. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, arena league football, we're looking at the a gunslingers defense in their first year of existence. We're looking at a defense that is great. I mean, like historically great. If you yeah. go look at yeah. stati- statistically, it's historically great. Yeah, okay.
0: it's it's uh it's tough in this particular iteration of what football is. Yes. Mm-hmm. because there's so many leagues out there. Uh the most, the the largest leagues have run their course and gone defunct as far as the Arena League and Arena League 2. Um, so compiling stats and figuring out mm-hmm. where historically this would rank, this defense would rank, it would be hard it's to hard do. It's hard to tell, yeah. Uh, but just with the eyeball test, um, I've, you know, this defense is, is a lockdown kind of defense all the way around.
2: Right.
1: And what about this? Let's say it wasn't arena football and it was regular football. How would you see the team? Would it be the same?
0: Uh, hard to say. Okay. Hard to say a field is four times as big in regular football.
1: Right. And we've only seen them do. And you have three
0: players, but Mm -hmm. there's just so much more room, more space. Mm Yeah. Um, that's the reason the running game mm-hmm. in traditional football, outdoor football, 11-man, whatever you want to call that game, and the running game just doesn't look the same,
1: Okay, it's
0: because there's no space. Right, there I, isn't. There's nowhere to run. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, without knocking a dasher over.
0: Well, without, yeah, without running into a guy on the other team. You've, you've cut the field in a quarter. Mm-hmm. It's a quarter of the size of a normal football field. You still have eight players on each team, 16 players on the field instead of 22, um, you've decreased the space a lot more than you've decreased the amount of people. Um, it, in, on this side of field, just if you cut the number, it's a mm-hmm. quarter of the size of the field, basically to do that with the team, it would have to be four on four football, but it's not that it's, it's eight on eight. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Well, I was right, just kind of throwing.
0: No, oh, I'm no. sorry. No, three less than that. Three. three. Yeah. It would be three on three football. I was just throwing that out um, there because I so see them as really. So you got five really, extra folks out there.
1: Really good athletes, you know, and so. Uh,
0: so. We haven't had the huge, you know, seventy-five to seventy-two right. games that you've seen in arena league, and that the main reason for that is it's our defense. Our yeah, our offense doesn't need to score seventy-two because thirty-five will win the game. Because our defense is a lockdown defense.
1: I think that says a lot about the gunslingers this first year. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it does. It's a lot about the record.
1: Plus the the ability to keep the numbers low.
0: Yeah. Uh, Our defense, the defense is the thing that you could really hang your hand on, which is good news Mm -hmm. for anybody that's a gunslinger fan because anybody that's watched football for any amount of time has heard the adage defense Defense wins championships. championships. And that's where we're headed. And that's where we're at. That's where we're <laughs> going. So what else? Anything else stand out about that particular game or the time that Mississippi stepped in? I was hoping to see more of William Richardson. I did not see him on I the field very that, much. No. Right. Um, um, that's unfortunate. Guys started out with the gunslingers, moved over to Mississippi. Uh, we've had him on the show. He's a he's great, a gregarious. Yeah, he's, he's a, character. a character. That's he's a great a character. And uh, I was really hoping to see more of him. I saw him there. Uh, but it just didn't see him on the field very much.
2: Right, yeah. No, the, the thing that, struck out the, that stuck out the most to me, the most memorable, two things. One, it, it, I probably sound like a broken record, but just the opposing quarterbacks having to deal with the pass rush that yeah. we have, the, that defensive front. Uh, you know, a, yet another team that took a guy out, put another guy in, tried something different. That didn't work. You know, yep. they went back to the first guy again. It was just like – uh, you know, opposing coaches trying to figure out the best way to get some time for the quarterback um, to to uh, to be effective. Um, that, that's first and foremost, the thing that stuck out to me. And then second, just kind of the feeling of bittersweetness where we're at the end of this thing I and, and possibly at the end of things at the Rose Palace. You know, who knows? The the barn as people call it. I mean we we don't know where where the gunslingers will be calling home next season yet. It may be the Rose Palace. It could be.
3: But But it may be better. Better digs. We
0: we I think it's clear now. I don't think I'm I'm uh, I'm messing with anything. I don't think I'm gonna jinx us by saying it feels like we're all coming out of COVID. Things are really loosening up, numbers are dropping, things are getting better. So when we look toward next spring, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think COVID is going to be a reason that we can't get into other right. places. I don't think it's going to be other a places. And, 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 be a and it changed like it things for several franchises True. this year around, um, and, and several leagues, like there were whole leagues right. uh, of indoor football that did not play or did not play on the same level that they normally do because of COVID. Right. Um, And And even the play, the teams like we're coming out of
1: that. I think so, too. But it also didn't affect who we actually played this season. Because I think if the season we didn't have cover, weren't they trying to keep us more like not in a bubble but closer to home? And then, like, if with the new season, do you think we'll play other teams outside of Texas besides Mississippi? We'll talk more
2: about that. That remains to be seen, too. Because, yeah, (laughs) we'll talk
0: more about that because there's a big part of things that uh, will affect that. And we're going to get into all of that a little later. Yeah. Alrighty then.
2: Well,
1: one thing about the game, the halftime, what happened there? That was like a fiasco with the cheerleaders. They never went out. Did you see that then? Nope. They had some, you didn't see that? I didn't
2: see it. Philip oh. was busy working.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So
2: His, I was a, doing an interview. Okay. Please. So yep. we,
1: okay, you missed it. So the cheerleaders were all ready to come out, right? They were over there by the field goal. Something was going on with the DJ. And then we had some guest cheerleaders that were supposed to come out. They were all trying to come out at the same time. The music was off. Our cheerleaders, the six packers, no, not the six packers, the The six six shooters, shooters. shooters. I got the number right, they actually kind of marched off pretty upset some two girls stayed up there, and they were jamming out. I don't know where they were from. No introductions. So that was kind of a fiasco. But then they honored um, a lot of the um, the River City Hornets. They came yeah, out there, too. Yeah, I saw so that. So that was cool. And I met them a while back. So I was excited right. about that.
0: You briefly uh, did some media for that. I did.
1: I'm uh, very yeah. short. I did a little bit of a podcast. It was called The Swarm. Yep. My daughter, Francesca, she was on there, too. She actually did, like, a joke every time we came on. So that was kind of cool.
0: Michael Wayne uh, Davis says, I don't mind the rose pal. Us if they could construct a scoreboard and we could see an official time clock, that's true. Preach,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> preach. Having a place with a scoreboard and a time clock, as the guy calling the game, I can't tell you how nice that would be.
1: Yeah, uh, the referees were better. I thought they, they were okay. Yeah, they didn't mingle as much as they, they did.
0: didn't. Uh, they didn't. They didn't become the story. They weren't. Right. L- they weren't and they have at Several games. Yes. Right. Uh, so. Uh, good on them, I guess. Thanks Something. for doing the bare minimum and not being <laughs> the story of the game. I appreciate that. Good job not distracting Good job, from the game.
2: referees. Yeah.
1: Good job, like.
2: That way, Terry. Yeah. Terry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good job to your crew, man. Referee Terry. Good guy.
1: I like the Rose Palace. It had a, a, a unique feel to it.
0: It did. It did. It is supremely Texas football. Like. Yes, for sure. Uh oh, there yeah. There will be stories I tell. Uh when I'm old. I can and hear a sitting song. In, and sitting in a rocking chair to my grandkids and my great grandkids about watching football mm-hmm. in a barn yes. or in a in a rodeo arena and they're gonna be like, That didn't happen. Do you remember the happen. do
1: you remember the first game there was poop and I was complaining about that in the television? So there game? was some there this time. I didn't I didn't see it. It was over Not as much. Like
0: right under where our uh broadcast booth is. Oh, okay. There was some horse poop right there. Okay.
1: You got and horses, then, you're, gonna have <laughs> your, you're gonna have you're gonna have the poop, <laughs> like, right? Horses poop. And then we never did get the um, the restroom uh, porta potties, but we were allowed to come into the restroom. So came up things with a worked out. From things
0: worked yeah. out. I'm,
1: I'm definitely going to miss it. it some it definitely... new
0: uh, gear at the yes, game. Yes, that's
2: right. They were there. Yes, uh,
0: some new hats. Yeah, Leo's wearing
4: uh-huh.
2: uh, a hat. Very nice. So, the uh, story behind this hat. We're up there. There's always a story. Doing. Yeah. We're up there doing the uh, the the stream, the broadcast. Yep. And I look down and I see. Someone I know who was, used to actually be with the gunslingers during the preseason that was trying out. And I see him down there and he's talking to some of the players and, you know, on the sidelines, a fan. And he's wearing this hat. And I'm like, what is that hat? I've never seen that hat before, but I like it. So while we're doing the show, I get my phone out and I text Dolores, you know, Lolis, so everybody knows her. And I'm like, um, Abel uh, is wearing a hat black with logo. Get I, it. Go buy it, please. <laughs> Before they sold out. Cause I had no idea. And then much to Phillips chagrin because Loli's Aww. made it to the, the stand, bought the hat. And it was just the very last one. So I texted her just in time. And so
0: I hear this. And thank like, you so
2: much, Abel, for coming over by the broadcast booth, because that gave me the opportunity to see the hat. Excellent. Thank I you. know thank all you. of this
0: is going on. Like, I, 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 uh, I catch bits and pieces of this. I know enough to know this is going on. Uh, we had some conversations when we were running ads, some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And... The uh, and and you mentioned oh, it was the last one and I didn't get upset about it because I had had a conversation with uh, Adriana mm-hmm.
3: uh-huh.
0: Garcia Hector's wife and she had told me these were coming but Hector had not gotten there this was before the game
1: oh okay, okay. she's
0: like there's some four one one comes there's out there's some black camo hats and I'm like black camo. I'm a camo guy like I love camo and I like that black camo kind of feel and I'm like black camo hats I want one mm-hmm. set one back. And she was like, okay, well, when Hector gets here, I'll make sure. And so when I found out you got the last one, I was like, wow.
3: Yeah, right. He Not doesn't really. realize he didn't actually <laughs> get really the last the one. the last one.
0: Because Adriana set one aside for me. Oh, And then that's I go, after we're done with the game, I go downstairs. I walk over there, and I'm like, hey, do uh, you got any of the black camo hats? And they're like, nope, we sold out of them. And I'm like, right. No. I know that. I, I understand that. I heard that. But you have one set aside for me. And they're like, nope
1: oh no and i was
0: like dude i'm sorry excuse me. yeah <laughs> chess laughing at me but that's, and i hope and i know other people are laughing at me too but i was i was so like i was assured in that because you were kind of like yep i got it it's the last one and i'm like sure yeah last one but it's not because i i already took care of this and then i get over there and they're like nope sold out of
1: them. oh no Sorry, so, man. Adriana, Are you trying so, Adriana's you owe I got someone your hat? a
3: hat. I'm
0: trying to say you're wearing my hat. Right you're now. wearing my hat. No, That's sorry. the deal. Uh, <laughs> no, they had that. They had some new shirts. Mm-hmm, yes. They did. And what is nice about this, I don't think I'm speaking out of Adriana Garcia.
2: <laughs>
3: Pops into
0: the comments and uh, just has a lot of tearful faces. I'm not mad. I'm a little. No, I'm not mad. He's not mad. Not mad. At everything that I've gotten to first in this whole thing, like the hat I'm wearing now is a hat. No one else will ever wear. Yeah. Act. The hat you Plus have the is jersey. super rare. And I got the first Jersey. And there so like, go. I can't be upset. No, You cannot. <laughs> um, it's a joke, but uh, it was something that I was like, I, if anything, it's, it's uh, a little bit of a humbling experience for me because I was just like, no, it's okay. I've got this all figured out. It's fine. Uh, you got the last one. Sure. And then I get down there and I'm like, "Ha! I'm gonna get him!" And
2: uh, uh, wah, wah, sorry, wah, wah.
0: Uh, sorry, Philip. They also had some shirts. Yeah, they did. Uh, mm-hmm. And my understanding is that these were all products that were put together by the gunslingers, and they're doing their own, uh, some of their own merchandising right. now. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome.
1: Yes, I think that's the best way to go. Because when you it rely on so... somebody else, things can always get screwed up.
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do it. Say it. Lilies comes on. She says, stop whining, Philip <laughs> She's heard
0: me whine about this for two weeks. To be fair. She's heard me whine about this guy for two weeks. Thank you, baby. Uh, get over it. <laughs> so they're doing their own stuff now. What yeah. that means is, so I know that there was a big issue with this jersey yes. issue, and I think yeah. this is—I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back because right. they sold jerseys, they ordered jerseys, and then when they got the first shipment of jerseys in, and I've seen pictures, they were not something they could—they could release to fans and say, uh, you know, this is good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, they look rough, and and rough doesn't even really begin to describe it. Yeah. Uh, They look bad. I've shown you guys the pictures that got sent to me. I'm not sending them out to everybody because there's a reason the gunslingers didn't want them out there Mm -hmm. because they look terrible.
1: Is that the one where they had that little, like, patch over the the name that was there before? No, no. No. That's the one I have. That's the one I currently have. (laughs) Okay.
3: Uh, This
0: was different. It was worse. Those were not bad. Like, that was a thing that happened. They did their best to fix it. Um, but there was a... Uh, th- these were these were bad. These were not something that the Gunslingers could release to uh-huh. fans and feel good about. So they refunded money. Um, the way I understand it, did you get your uh, refund? I got yet? my money. Uh, I've heard several other fans say they've got their refunds. Uh, I think that was the point where some of the Gunslingers' ownership said, look, we can do this better. Yes, that's true. If we just do it ourselves. And so they've stepped into... Um doing some of that, some of the, and and what you're seeing there, Hats, the hat that Leo's wearing, the shirt that had the players on it said guns up across the back mm-hmm. uh, shoulders. Yes. It's an off-white kind of shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was an iron-on. I thought it was like a print and iron-on kind of deal that was sublimated. Very nice. Very nicely done. Yeah.
2: I think they still have some they left. Do. They put a post up today. That you can still order some of these if you like. They have
0: some of those shirts and they have some of the, what they call in the helmet edition of the hat. It's the white hat with the blue bill. Yep, I got one of those and too. And the,
1: uh, well then give me that. No, Why would you mention <laughs> that? Why did you even mention it? Now you, you get, get the helmet
2: edition, then again. give me that Boy, one. I thought you, you saw me you wearing get the get no, I knew you had oh, it. Oh, Lord. I knew you had
0: it. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, go online to their Facebook page. Uh-huh um and you can order one of those helmet edition hats or one of the shirts i think they have stuff left over on that they do have
2: limited limited
0: quantities yeah Yeah. i'm trying to
1: get a shirt tonight
0: so reach out and do that we're going to take a break uh for you guys that are listening on the podcast uh we'll be here with you guys that are watching live we are on facebook live tonight we do that ever so often um we're going to take a break we'll be right back after this with more smoking guns San Antonio uh, Gunslingers football is wrapping up.
2: Yeah. That's sad.
0: Aw. There's still lots of great stuff out there to watch and enjoy. Uh, Major League Baseball is in full bloom gear.
1: The Cubs are in first place and the White Sox. Nobody cares. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Chicago next week. I'm going to a Cubs game.
0: Uh, NBA playoffs is going on. NHL playoffs is going on. And you know what? If you want to enjoy all of those things in the best place possible, then you need to go we know where. Hang out
3: yes, at sure. JD's
0: Bar and Grill.
3: That's right. Yep.
0: Our studio sponsor. I don't think we I, I may have forgotten. You messed up my intro. Oh, you?
3: I did. <laughs> I did. I'll take note And uh, that. we
0: may never have gotten to this fact that all of this, this whole podcast is brought to you by JD's Bar and Grill. They Love are them. An incredible sponsor. They are at four ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rigsby Rigby exit.
2: Rigsby. Yep, right in front of Security Service.
0: Right over by Security Services Freda, fed, Federal, Federal Credit
2: Union. Federal Credit that Union. That place too. SSFCU.
0: There you go. You must bank there. Yes. Because you said that really fast.
2: You
1: sure did. <laughs> I would. Uh, that. they're
0: right over there. They've got drink specials. They've got pool every tables. kind. Of, they got pool tables. They've darts. got food specials. Darts. <laughs> live music on the weekends. They have. Uh, special events going on all the time. Great place. It's not, it's not one of these places you're going to go into and feel out of place. You walk in and immediately you feel like you belong. Right. Mm -hmm. JD's bar and grill is our studio sponsor. They have been all season long.
1: Great support.
0: Anytime. And every time we go somewhere, whether it is the wild, wild Western side of San Antonio, back when we used to hang out at the uh, hideout. Right.
1: Yep. Um, Practices.
0: When we go to practice, That's right. which we were supposed to go to tonight, that
2: didn't work out. Didn't work out with the weather, yeah.
0: And there was some rain. I don't know if anybody noticed, but it rained a little bit today. Just, Just a, a bit. Um, and I, I guess we could have taken it and, and headed out to JD's Barn Grill. We're going to have to do that.
2: Yes. For Before sure. we
0: finish up the season, we're going to have to have some time at JD's Barn Grill. Go check them out on Facebook at JD's Barn Grill. Uh, they got that. Uh, Margarita. Yes. As their profile pick. Love it. Best way to do a bar right there is show yep. them some of the drinks. And you had one of those when we went. Sure did. Didn't you? Loved it. It's good stuff, huh? Good
1: stuff. No complaints. Go either. check
0: out JD's Bar and Grill, 410 at the Rigsby exit. Uh, wear some Gunslinger's gear in there so that they know that you're part of us.
3: That's right. That'd be nice.
0: Because we love them. And uh, we want everybody to go check them out. Speaking of places we love and people we love, Chris and Sarah over at Teardrop Pepper Company we're one of the first sponsors to jump on board with us.
1: Love them. Yep.
0: Not only do they uh, give us money to promote their product because that's how sponsorship works. Right. I'm not sure I wouldn't promote their product without money. Just. Without, I mean, yeah. Keep giving it to us. Good stuff. Because we <laughs> like that. Do. But uh, their product, amazing. Supreme Serrano, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good.
2: Yeah, it's really good. But
0: then the Golden Habanero, which is fantastic. Amazeballs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just incredible. It goes on anything and everything. everything. One of the best parts of tailgating at the Gunslingers game this season has been.
2: Chris. Uh, having him there, yeah. Having him there Supporting so that the I can
0: put some teardrop Golden Habanero on my burger or on my sausage wrap. Or what else did they serve? Like, they served all the turkey legs.
1: The turkey legs.
0: All of the food. Um, Having him there so that I could put it on there. I'm going to miss not having Chris um, at tailgates. Mm -hmm. You're
2: just going to have to order it through the mail now.
0: Wait, where do I go to order it? What? Where do we go to order it? teardroppepperco.com Oh, TeardropPepperco.com
2: online. Oh, you got uh, you threw me for a look. I yeah. did. I, I usually one. am the one that says that. <laughs> says that, and, and you the code
3: it. is Arena
0: A R E N A A R E N A ten percent on your order. Uh, you can also get in touch with them on all the social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. They are at Teardrop Pepper Co. Um, go order some right now. For We're sure. gonna wait. You won't for be sorry. For
1: Father's no. Day, that would be an oh, excellent, gift.
0: great Father's Day gift. Right? Yes, genius. Go order some for Father's Day. Dad will love you if you order it right now. You'll That's have right. it in time because they ship real quick. Yeah, use the off code Arena, save your ten percent, get plenty of it because your Dad's it goes gonna up. love you. Then put it on everything, and they'll make more. Smoking Guns Podcast, and Higginbottom, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, hanging out with uh, each other, talking Gunslingers football. Uh, We talked about the Mississippi game. We did. We've got a game coming up in North Texas that that will warrant some discussion a little later. I need to know who's all going. uh, Yeah. If you're going to that game in uh, North Texas, let
2: us know. I'm going. Lolis is going. I'm going. Uh, RB is going to be there. So we got some fans, and we will be in the stands. Another guy
0: that's going. So Yeah, we'll talk about that, too. Okay. Uh,
1: and when you're going, are you going up Friday, Saturday, the whole weekend? You know? Yeah,
0: see, I'm going up on Friday, but I got family in the area, so I'm mm-hmm. going to hang out with them. Another guy that's going to go, because he's going to be there at the game. Uh, is James Stolt. He's the defensive coordinator for the San Antonio Gunslingers. He yep. better be there. Uh, yeah, I hope he's going. Although, to be fair, <laughs> that's true. The Please last go, James. road game that we had, he didn't go. That's he right. was able to send his defense up and they took care of business. I did. James is on the phone with us. James, how you doing?
4: I'm doing good. How are y'all doing today?
0: Pretty good. Uh, you know, we're we're just uh doing hanging our show. Out. You were you were the light. you were hanging out with us uh online a second ago, now you just get to be on the phone with us. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's kind of hard to do both at the same time. <laughs>
1: we were hoping to go out to practice tonight, but it got canceled.
0: Right.
4: That would have been fun, but, you know, uh, player safety comes first. So Absolutely. we had to make that decision.
0: So, James, tell us how you got hooked into the Gunslingers. How did you wind up here?
4: Uh, Well, <clears throat> originally, um, uh, Tony Hernandez brought me on. Um, he brought in myself and and, uh, another man uh, named Greg Woodard. So that's pretty much how we got in touch with with the ownership and got brought on was through Tony. And uh, unfortunately, for some circumstances, uh, we we no longer have Greg or Tony with us. But um, I'm still here, and I'm still going strong.
1: Awesome.
0: So your defense, we talked a little bit about it a second ago. Your defense is... Uh, if you could compile historically arena football stats, your defense would be one of those that people would talk about. It just, You don't allow a lot of yards. You certainly don't allow a lot of points. You, uh, you've got one of those defense that just kind of locks everything down. Why? What makes your defense special? What makes your defense better than other defenses?
4: Um, one of the things I do a lot with my guys is we do a lot of middle reps. Um, and, and I, I think it's important because talent, talent can only go so far. You know, you can, you can, you can run past somebody, but if you have somebody that knows how to control their speed, control their cut, how to play that position better than the person across from them, but also understands what they're trying to do as a receiver, as an offense, it gives you that added edge. And, any team we play, I look for tendencies really early on, um, and unfortunately, when we played the Bulls the first time, that was new for everybody, new for the defense, new for the offense, new for coaching, you know, new for the coaches, and 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 I was a little confused about the way things were working until I saw it, and after that, um, I was able to, to, to readjust things that needed to change. But we we spend a lot of time going over um, theoretical um, past concepts formations, scheme, concepts, and, and we build off of that. So every week, if we have an issue that happens in practice, we talk about it at the end of practice. Y'all have been there before mm-hmm. when practice is over, we talk for about fifteen minutes after practice and we go over what worked, what didn't work, how can we improve it? How can we fix it? So it, it's always a it's always a situation of we are never where we, we're never where we want to be at. So we continue to push where we want to be.
1: And so when you played football, what position did you play?
4: I played defensive end and tight end. It,
1: it was that at UTSA or where did you play at?
4: No. Uh, so I never played college football. I, I coached at UTSA. Oh, okay. Um, I never went to college because I ended up tearing both of my ACLs when I was in high school. Oh, my. So, yeah, my, my, my playing career pretty much ended my senior year of high school.
2: So coaching at the uh, collegiate level, the way you did at UTSA, um, going into this, you know, a very different brand or style of football, you could call it. I mean, did you have any uh, reservations going into that? Or did you see something about the game that you thought maybe you could take it, you know, use to your advantage? Or what was your approach coming into uh, arena style football versus uh, what you had previous experience in?
4: So one thing that I, I, I learned pretty quickly on from watching arena football and when, when Tony brought it up to me was the motion man is the most dangerous man of football. I, I preach it all the time to the defense. And if you can take away the motion man, and if you can eliminate their deep playability, you can pretty much control the, control the flow of the game. And, and, and so that's pretty much what we went into this, this whole situation doing was the concept of let's eliminate the motion man, let's not allow him to make five, six, seven touchdowns a game. And on top of that, I mean, it's football. you know, Whether you have eight people on the field or 11 people on the field, football is football. You still have to to, to rush the passer. You still have to stop the run. You still have to stop the pass. So the concepts don't change. Maybe the people do, but at the end of the day, it's still football. And it's, and it's all about how do you scheme – to stop the offense in front of you, and that doesn't change whether it's eleven man or eight man football. So
2: to eliminate that motion, man, what is the single most important thing, or is there are there two? I mean, I, I would guess speed would be one of them when you're looking at your defense. But what 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 is the key thing to doing that? If you could share that.
4: So for stopping the motion, man, you have to have really light and quick feet, um, Darius. Uh, Our our first game, we we had a rough patch. Our safety in our first game was not too uh, light on his feet, and he was having trouble changing direction and and defending those double moves. And after we made that change with Darius, it, it gave us that guy that could come in and out of his break quick, could stay on top, had the speed to match with somebody trying to outrun him. And so when you talk about taking away the motion, man, you have to take away... The deep pass, so staying on top of him, not trying to jump on double moves. Those are things that we really spend a lot of time talking about in practice is if they want to hit a double move, let them hit it. Don't jump the first move because if you do that, then you're going to give up the big play. So we we tend to allow some play to develop because we know that the concept or what that team is doing is to skim our safety one side of the other so he can get leverage on him. And, and that's pretty much taking away that leverage when you don't jump that um, that double move or that under route.
0: Now I'm not going to ask you to play favorites uh, when it comes to your guys. <laughs> I am going to ask you though, uh, are there a couple of guys or maybe a guy on each level that is kind of key? Are there those guys that are just key to making this defense special? Uh, they're all good and they're all solid but just as you move from the the ball out um, on each level. Who are those guys that really take this defense from being great and make it into a historic kind of transcendent defense?
4: So, yeah, so the D-line, we have Eric England. And Eric just creates so much havoc because he's strong, he's fat, and he's agile. (laughs) So it allows us to do certain stuff with our D-line rush wise, that I think we would not have the ability to do, had we not had Eric in there. If we had somebody, you know, that's more of a of a prototypical nose tackle, you wouldn't get a lot of quick, agile pressure that will force that quarterback to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Um, and then if we move back to linebackers, everybody knows who Pierre is, but I think the I think the X factor for us at linebacker would be Cody. Um, he's able to rush the passer. He has great IQ. When we played the Bulls, he made two or three plays on goal line that just stopped them in the trap. So having having somebody there that can can dissect the uh, dissect the play early on, especially on goal line, just makes it a lot easier for the D line and the DBs to get to their positions and, and get lined up the way they need to be. And then for the DBs, um, Darius, the safety position, I think playing safety in arena football is the hardest job in all arena league it's the hardest thing to do because you're not able to stop a man from a so, so most of the time when you have 11-man football you have somebody that's stationary on the line when the ball is hyped they run well, when you're playing safety you got to get a dude that's already in full sprint and to be able to stop that and play that that's real hard and so you know having somebody like Darius back there just makes the job so much easier for the other corners because they don't have to stress about um, what kind of job Jarrett is doing they know he's going to do his job well
0: yeah and when you say that i mean you you're the motion man is coming he's got sometimes ten to fifteen yards to build up yeah momentum. uh yeah, his speed. momentum and his speed and you as a dB whether you're the safety or whether you're um just covering in that kind of dB cornerback sort of position uh you're you're still kind of flat footed um, as the play gets started, as, as the snap happens, you're not moving any direction and he's already got that motion. Uh, so if he puts that move on you and gets you moving one direction, he's able to do a lot more than
2: you can. Yeah. You gotta be really yeah. quick to react. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So James, I know as a team, the goal is to win, but what was your personal goal of being a coach of this team?
4: Oh, realistically, when I came in, my goal is it was to win, but I, I really want to see guys that deserve a shot at the next level to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell the defensive players all the time that I'm doing this for them. It, it, it's fun and all to coach football, but when I when I can see guys that I've coached go from here to the XFL or even get a shot just to go into the NFL, that, that's one of the most rewarding things that I can think of because you don't coach – all the time, just to win games, you coach because you want to improve somebody's life, whether it be somebody that's younger than you, it be a you know a student, a player, um, and so you know we have a lot of players on the offense and the defense decide that just just have great talent and athleticism and, and ball skills, and and I would just love to see them move on to that next level. That's pretty much been my goal all season is to get these guys to a point where they get noticed and, and can go on and make an end for themselves. That's pretty much what my, my main goal has been all season.
1: That's great. Uh,
0: So how about uh, next season? Are you already looking toward next season? Are you uh, thinking about what this is all going to look like? I realize there's a lot of variables. Yeah, variables in that. But um, are you looking to move on and step into something bigger? Are you here to continue to uh, build this kind of defense. What well, What are your plans moving forward?
4: So yeah, um, I, I, I'm pretty much locked down in San Antonio, so I'm not I'm not leaving, um, and I, I plan to stay with with the organization as as long as they they feel that they want me to stay around. So I, I haven't thought so much about next season. You know, of course, between me and the head coach, you know, we sometimes you know, make little jokes about it here and there. But, uh, right now we're just worried about getting done with this game and, and what, uh, whatever happens next season, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it when it gets to that point.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of the next game, so next game coming up, um, we know, uh, like we've touched on before. I mean, this is pretty much the championship game for, uh, the division, um, what was been talked about before there's no, you know, national, we'll talk about that later national uh, playoff uh, to be had with the AL this year. So um, this is, this, this very, this next game could very well be, you know, the culmination of everything you guys have worked for um, uh, and worked toward uh, this season, this first season. So that said, um what is the mindset from 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 your your perspective as a coach of the team of Coach Q? Uh, what 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 do you guys envision happening this uh, this Sunday up in North Texas?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it would be foolish for us not to believe that we're not going to go down there and beat the Bulls. So, you know, first and foremost, you know, we believe that we're going to go down there and. And seal up this division um, and get a W. But again, you know whether you, we're talking about NFL, you're talking about college, playing any team three times that that, that's difficult. So we we have a fight on our hands, and um, you know for us, I think the benefit of us is we don't have a lot of turnover with players. And what I mean by that is, is that a lot of our players have been consistent on the team. We don't just bring in new people all the time. Mm -hmm. We have a very good team of players all the way from O-linemen to quarterback to to receivers to D-line. You know, we we have depth. And we don't really need to go out and grab people. You know, we have weaknesses, um, and those weaknesses are going to be, you know, people that can fill in roles. But when you look at the Bulls, um, they seem to just mix and match people every week. So there's a lot of a lot of um chemistry issues I think up there where we won't have those chemistry issue, issues when we go down and and so I think that's where we might have that added edge is that we're consistently consistent because we know each other, we've played with each other, we've coached all these kids. Whereas if you're talking about, you know, the Bulls, they don't really have a lot of consistency. They're switching people in and out every week.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. I, I've picked that up and I've even had some conversations uh, up to the North Texas area and said, hey, why why does this move around so much? Mm-hmm. They haven't given me much of an answer, and I, I really wouldn't expect them to, but uh, I've noticed that uh, they do. They seem to move things around yeah. quite a bit.
2: They were having tryouts like every other week oh, or
1: something true. like that,
3: yeah. that too. Yeah, so yeah. interesting.
1: Okay, James, I have a question, and you may or may not know this answer. So I know uh, okay. that if we go to the playoffs, do you think the podcasters are going to get rings, too? <laughs> <laughs>
4: You really? I have no idea how to answer that question. Uh, I'm mean, just more of a tongue, I, cheek. tongue I mean, cheek. hey, I'm I'm pretty sure you know the ownership, the coaches. We love y'all, and we we can't thank y'all enough for what y'all've done. Because a lot of a lot of what we have right now is thanks to y'all jumping on board and sharing our name. And so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised me if y'all are able to reach out to somebody and. I mean maybe y'all to have to buy one, I don't know, but hey there it is. You I heard it here first. You heard it here
1: first.
3: The I'm podcasters. A ring. I'm, I'm not ring. making
4: promises. <laughs> I'm not making promises, but you know, we, we love y'all and, and, and all the ownership and all the coaches and all the players, you know, we, we can't thank y'all enough for everything y'all have done for us.
0: Oh thank you. Very sweet. So, James, uh you got anything else? You got another one? No, I was okay. just going
2: to say, again, what James said. There might be one guy that that, that, that doesn't like us too much. Well, there, uh, I there there's always going There's going to be one. I'm, one. Joking. I'm, joking. Um, <laughs> I'm joking.
0: So, James, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit here in a few minutes on the show. And I've got some thoughts, but tell me. Uh, you've spent a life watching football. You've spent a life coaching and being around the game. Have you ever known, ever, a league, whether it's a semi-pro Professional uh, pee wee league to <laughs> not have some sort of playoff structure at the end of their uh, season. Season.
4: Uh, that's a negative. That that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really know what what he's thinking as our commissioner. Um, but I will say this is. There, there's always this issue of, you know, do teams really have the finances? We don't know what all the other teams are doing. Right. Um, and we've had a lot of teams, you know, you have, you have the Tampa Bay Tornadoes talk about, um, they, I think they folded it and came back or right. something like that. And then you have the El Paso situation. Right. Um, it seems like there's an issue going on with Indianapolis and, and Western Michigan. And, and so, you know, I, I think that might play. An issue into the things is that there's a lot of uncertainty in the regards of the commissioner might just not really want to deal with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, he's the commissioner; that's his job. And you know the the teams are looking for him to give them guidance, and he just kind of went MIA. So wow! I mean, at the end of the day, that's his responsibility. And of course, the people that are still here, the people that are still trying to play and want to go into the playoffs. You know, we're we're wanting to go to the playoffs. You have Charlotte, you have us, you have North Texas. You know, I'm pretty sure even Austin Wild would love to have another shot uh, at a at a playoff if they could. You know, so it's it's oh, not yeah. that we don't have teams that don't want to play. It's that they're the the commissioner has his own thing going on, and and whatever it is is his own decision. And you know, we just have we just have to go along with what we're told to do and and win games and, and win our division, and from there we'll see what happens. Gotcha.
1: Now, I'm sure there's talks that you are involved with that we don't know, but do you know any facts about if we had the best attendance of of the different teams that were in our division?
4: So I don't know if there is a I don't know who's keeping attendance, but I will say that um, you know the, the gunslinger players and us we all have a, a coaches uh, not a coaches group but we have a, a you know a, a, a players group. So every every week that we didn't have a game, you know we'd all post um, a YouTube. Uh, Feeds to watch the Bulls and the Charlotte Thunder or the Tampa Bay in the mid. Like we've watched all those games. And, you know the one thing I've noticed with all these teams, they don't have a lot of fans. And, and San Antonio, for Monday night, uh, you know, usually school nights, work nights. We we have a lot of fans there. So I'm almost a hundred percent certain we are blowing other uh, fan fan groups out the water right now. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what we're doing.
2: Cool. Yeah, good to hear. I would agree.
0: Yeah, I know that we've been. We've only had two road games. The one in Mississippi, we definitely um, had more fans yeah. in our stands at all of our games than they were able to to pull in Mississippi. Uh, and then we'll see what North Texas looks like. But based on what I've seen on the feed, um, they they've now they've moved to a different location That's now, a sure, new venue, right? Um, and some of that kind of stuff. So maybe that helps. Maybe that hurts. I, you know, I don't know, James. It's. uh it's a pleasure to talk to you. You, what you've done with this defense and this group of guys,
2: absolutely phenomenal, uh, has really been
0: Amazing. phenomenal. And you have uh, every reason to be proud of the defense that you put together this year for this team.
4: Well, thank you very much for that.
0: All right, well, we're going to let him go and let him go be a dad because he's oh, a dad. She's so
1: cute, yeah, baby, a, a doll. <laughs> uh,
0: so we're going to let him go and do that. We're going to take a break real quick, and when we get back. We're going to talk a little bit about this playoff issue in the AAL. And then we're going to talk about this game versus North Texas. All right. Sounds
1: like a plan.
0: uh, That's stuff we need to talk about and uh, discuss. James, thanks so much. Thank you, James. For spending some time with us. We'll be right back. Thank you very much. Right after this. Hey, this is normally the spot where we would jump on and say, hey, support us on Patreon. Um, You know what? we're wrapping things up like yeah. season's coming to an end. We're going to take the summer yeah. off for sure. Um, I, I have an idea that I haven't even run by you guys of like maybe doing UTSA stuff um, and bringing yeah. things back around to do UTSA in the fall, but we hadn't even talked about that. We're definitely going to take the summer off. So normally this is the spot where I would tell you to go to www.patreon.com Slash smoking guns pod, smoking OG guns with a Z. Right. POD. And support us on Patreon if you're able and uh, be a part of our team. If you still want to do that, do I'm it. not going to tell you uh, not to. Sure. We absolutely. Would love the support. Thanks. But at this point, uh, things are wrapping up and we have had a great CD? year. Um, we have had some amazing patrons and we wanted to take a moment, um, not in their normal spot all the way at the end, but right now. And just recognize each and every one of those. Yeah. Starting with Iris and Mo Ferrante. You guys
2: oh, are very awesome. Faithful. Thank you so much.
0: Unfortunately, they weren't able to make, I don't think they made it out to any, to any of the games, games.
2: But they were like when we had the preseason, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the drive uh, for the, uh, was it the water? Yep. They were there. Uh, the fans. The fans. They were there. Uh, yeah.
0: They've been a part of this all the way through. Um, and we really appreciate everything yep. they've done for us, and being a part of the show in such a huge way. Uh, there's Herman Robles Jr. Love him. Thank
2: you, Herman.
1: He's Thank you. Been
0: incredible. We've got Alba Nava.
1: Yes, yeah, super person.
2: Yeah,
0: who yeah. started out as Talk uh, about
2: having your hands full. Alba's been busy. Yeah, she's and she's yeah. been
0: if. Very if, positive. There's not a lot of people that have been more involved in Gunslinger's world than we have mm-hmm. been because we've been here since the start. But Alba's one of those people, right? Yeah, uh, that has been there all the way through this. Adriana Garcia, another one of those, yes. and another married one of our patrons. Uh, yeah, they got married. They've they've uh, um, been and even when they forget to set aside a black hat um there are patrons oh and, uh, ha, you went there we, we them. go uh adrian no i'm just messing with you uh, thank you we, adriana thank you we really <laughs> appreciate uh that greg and kim nelson love yes, <laughs> uh, them
2: awesome uh,
0: that people. have been with they're us the cutest couple. all the games <laughs> all the games on the
2: dasher boards yep kim standing on her little the little pedestal Step-stool, thing yep. yeah little step oh i
0: stool missed so that, that. Oh, yeah. i didn't uh, yeah. All of those people are... Am I leaving anybody out?
2: Uh, Warren.
0: Warren. Warren Hubert.
3: Where have yes. you been, Warren? Who
0: we we would not have gotten well, involved without him. Like, yeah, he's the one that started, started this all. Yeah. Um, and pulled this together. And he's been a part of uh, things since the very beginning. Yeah. like mm-hmm. He was there at that
2: the very first, first phone meeting call. with The us. first phone call. Yeah, I got to circle back, too, about Herman. He was our only speak pipe. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, that's season. right. Only guy all season. There's still yeah. time. There's still time, yes. Jump
0: in on SpeakPipe. And, and I'll tell you,
1: his mom makes the best cookies because I bought really? them. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. And then, of course, we can't forget about Humphrey Hernandez. All, all the way from the islands. Yeah. Can you
1: believe that? What a dedicated fan.
0: Yeah, and he's been uh, he's jumped on board with us about halfway through the season. And he stayed. And he stayed, and he's yep. been a part of this. We, Thank we you. couldn't do it without him either. Thank you. Aloha. So we thank them. If you if you want to be a part of the team, we're not going to stop you. Like we're going to tell you not to, but at this point, um, doesn't make a lot of sense. So save your money. For Jump next on season. with us next, next season. season. Yes, yeah. Um, and be a part of the team and bring a friend. And maybe we'll have even more <laughs> cool uh, stuff. Patron only stuff that we do next season.
1: Patron party. Ooh, I could do that.
0: Yeah. Smoking Guns Podcast: Philip them R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, sitting around on the West West uh, Wild Western side of San Antonio, uh, chatting about the gunslingers. You just got to hear from James Stolt, yep. the architect, uh, the mastermind. The G, the ma- I love that mastermind, mastermind. is perfect uh, behind this defense. You learned anything there, Leo? You talking to James, you yeah, talked to bit. James a lot. You probably heard a lot of that already. I've
2: I've talked to him a bit and behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, You know, it's the biggest difference of arena football from, from, you know, traditional football, other than the size of the field is that motion receiver, that motion guy that is to supply the, the big advantage to the offense. So that's obviously going to be what the defense is going to really have to key on. And I'll be honest, Um, I'm
0: surprised the NFL has not moved to do it because it is something that helps the offense. And the NFL is all about anything that helps offenses perform uh, at a higher level.
2: That is true. They care
0: nothing about defense in the NFL. I think a they, lot
2: of people would be upset if they did that, though. But uh, that, they, I, I mean, they do true. it in the
0: Canadian Football League. It does add an interesting wrinkle to the game in the CFL. Um, they do have that one player in motion toward the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: So look, Philip. I was right. It's international arena football. You yeah, were right. right. I see Yay! that. At one
0: point, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, because you're yeah. listening to the podcast, we were having some conversation off the uh, podcast air. or off the air, yeah. if you can call it that, about playoffs. And if we had ever seen anything like not having a playoff structure, Coach Q oh, said wow. he had seen it once when he is in the IAFL, and I just asked what that was. It was the International Arena and Football you said League. Indoor.
1: So I was no, right. I said and indoor. You, oh, okay. Who said So indoor? I was
2: wrong. Philip didn't say anything.
0: Yeah,
1: but you but you know everything. I already and knew. Didn't. I didn't say everything. I <laughs> okay. said I know almost everything. But you didn't say international. I said it. Just so you know, so the fans R. know R. I got it. one she point. Was right. Give me a check.
0: Uh, so this week, uh, in just a couple of days, actually, we're recording on Thursday, mm-hmm. come out on Friday. Uh, so just about three or four days from now, the Gunslingers travel up to North Texas. Yes, to take on the North the Texas enemy. Bulls, Woo-hoo! the enemy,
1: the slaughter,
0: and. Uh, it turns out that that game will be for all of the marbles that are on the table. All
2: the marbles.
0: Uh, which, if that seems odd to you, I think it is. <laughs> the arena, the American Arena League, has decided, and, and I'll just—I'm going to report this the way they put it out there. The owners of the American Arena League, according to the league, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: made the decision that they would follow a pattern put in place by minor league baseball and that each division would have a champion of the division, but there would be no playoff structure beyond that.
1: Wah, ha.
2: Wah, wah. I say ha because bogus, bogus. Most of what we've heard from ownership I, on social media and people that we know say, "Well, I wasn't involved in this decision." No one asked me. I haven't Yeah.
0: <laughs> I haven't spoke to every owner in no, the no, Arena No. Of course league, not. The American Arena League.
2: Just the ones that weren't involved. Apparently. I
0: have spoken to enough to say there was no ability to have a vote. Oh. Mm. I have gotten enough information, uh, either I've gotten it or I've got it secondhand from other people that have had conversations with owners, to believe that uh, it would be not possible for them to have a realistic vote on that kind of issue as a league. So, the owners made that decision does not seem to be the case. It seems the league made that decision. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, and who's the commissioner? His name's Tony.
1: Just Tony. Not
0: worried about that. Okay. Um, because because it's the league. It, you know, I don't. I'm not worried about who that guy is, but okay. there's a league here that we do business with. Okay. And they made this decision, uh, or this decision was made.
2: Tony the Tiger. The, Tony other, the tiger. Tony the Liger because he lied. <laughs> the other thing that I have
0: <laughs> a real issue with. Is that he attributes that to...
1: Attendance? No, no. (laughs) He
0: says, we're going to follow the same sort of system that minor league baseball has. Isn't
1: that a different sport?
0: It is, but that's beside the point. To to take something that somebody does in another sport and say, hey, we should do that here because it works there is not a bad idea.
1: Okay.
2: But does it
0: work there? Is it... Is it apples to apples? So, So
2: how many minor league teams are there?
0: uh, (laughs) I mean, they cut it in this last year, so I can't give you a number, but there's over 100.
2: Yeah. So, it's obvious that they have to divide it up somehow. They can't do it. And they're on different
0: levels. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a different criteria. So, the San Antonio Missions are part of the Texas League in double A ball, or at least that used to be the case. There's been some. Uh, so you win your league, but your league does not have a, it's not your division. It's your league, right? Your league does not have four teams in it, or maybe six, I think is the largest division. Um, so this idea that they are following a structure that somebody else already has out there doesn't wash. No. Uh, you're talking about a much bigger system that has to do something like that. Because Um, of the numbers. Yeah. So this idea that the they are just taking a system that works somewhere else and applying it to here, even if that's the case, something stinks. Even I'm if that's a the case, down. Mm-hmm.
1: two thumbs down.
0: I want to be very, very clear. My what I'm going to say over the next few minutes is my opinion. Do it. Not it mine? is not the opinion of the San Antonio gunslingers. It is not the opinion of any of the ownership there. Mm -hmm. It is the opinion of Philip Higginbotham, and that's it. Go for it. Understood. Do it. If you purport to be a professional league in a sport, if you take people's money and say we are a league that you can uh, trust in, believe in, expect, and you decide – three weeks before the end of your season that you're not going to provide any sort of playoff structure, get out. I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with your league. I've been on the fence, and I don't know if I've said this on the show. Um, I have been on the fence with this league, and from this point forward, when you hear me say league, you're going to hear air quotes, and you're going (laughs) to see air quotes if you're watching online. (laughs) Um, this I don't think this is a league. I think this is a cash grab. I think that, I think that organizations, uh, contact this league and they find out that they can pay a certain amount of money and they can be part of a league and that that money is deposited. And then there's not much that goes on beyond that. I have not, I've seen one suspension. It was against one of our players. Of
1: course. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I, Which we talked about. I have seen officials that have not been well prepared. Mm-hmm. They've been giving given a rule book, right? But I can go. I can go write a rule book. I, I can go, you know, Google rule books, rules for arena football, and get the Wikipedia page and write up a rule book. I can do that. Yep. Um, I can take people's money and call things a league, and and, and you know. There's nothing that has happened in this league that I believe uh, we could not have done right here in San Antonio. Yeah, I agree. I see it as your job as a league to make something happen for a championship structure, a playoff structure. I've not seen in any sport I've ever watched and certainly not in football, a league decide three weeks before the end that we're just going to name three champions and everybody should be happy with that.
2: Right. No, I mean, you're right. That, that should be part of the agreement. That should be part of your responsibility as the league to make sure that is, that happens, make sure things are in place. Um, and I know the excuses about costs and, you know, COVID still going on and stuff like that, but you had I, look, lots of time to nothing prepare. Is,
0: nothing is getting shut down outside of yes, LA no. and New York over COVID anymore. Right. That's not a thing. Yeah, not and there's Texas. no teams there. So, yeah. right. Um, so that's not a thing. Like you can't blame COVID. They
2: still try to, people still try to lean on that. You though. can't blame COVID. No, nope. you can't.
0: Like that's not a thing. Uh as far as travel costs, I realize that that's expensive. You you said something earlier about us being kind of uh, dealing with certain group of teams, kind of a bubble sort right. of structure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and that's all fine. But at some point, you knew as a league that there would be a need for teams to travel beyond that. And you know that those teams are struggling financially or right on the edge financially. So, my thought would be, as a league, you would go out and sell your championship game to some sort of sponsor.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: That's your job. Right. Make it happen. The NFL sells ads. True. They sell the naming rights. We sell ads. They do whatever it takes. True. To put money in the pockets so that they can cover those kind of things. That's your job as a league. Your job is not to say, uh, we'll take your money, mm-hmm. we'll allow you to set up your schedule, which it feels like is all that really happened for everybody. I don't feel like the league handed any team a schedule so much as teams developed their own schedule. And the reason I say that is because teams were playing teams outside of the league. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, that, look, Here's here's <laughs> what I'm getting down to. The American Arena League is a joke. Again, this is my opinion. It's not the opinion of the team.
2: Based on your experience now.
3: Yeah.
0: The American Arena League is a joke. And I'm not going to be involved with it anymore. So if the San Antonio gunslingers decide next year that they will be an American Arena League team, the Smoking Guns podcast Uh, may go on. Okay. You guys may have a blast. <laughs> I will
2: not be involved.
1: I I doubt that you're gonna leave us.
2: I would. I don't think that's gonna happen. You're I don't, not I, leave I don't us. think the gunslingers are going to remain with the AL. So well, I don't know that we don't know that.
0: But uh, I I feel re- I think they're as upset as I am right now.
1: Yeah, they are. I'm sure.
0: Uh, I think they're as frustrated as all of us here in San Antonio and that thought lose. we were going to yeah,
1: the playoffs. Like something
0: I real. Right, of course. Um and, and so I, I get the sense that they're just as done as we are or as I am, but I'll tell you that
2: I'm out. I'm done.
1: I don't believe it. I but, do.
2: I mean I, I I'm I, I'm not I mean I I wasn't cool. prepared to make a declaration sure. like that, at and I don't expect you to. I'm not show. asking no, you no, to I'm I know that, you I am. But, but I'm saying I could understand why you would say that, why you would say that now and on the show and recording, and why you would feel that way. Because honestly, I feel the same way. Um, I've just haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm ready to just say that out loud. We still have a game to play, we still we you do, know, there's still and stuff and I'm excited that about that game that, I, that I've focused I'm on, and I haven't that. thought that far ahead. But if in a month or two months uh, we were to hear from ownership and they would say, you know, well, AAL made these kind of promises, this, 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 is that. And I would kind of sit and back and think to myself and go, are we really going to do this again? Right. And, yeah, I'd probably have a mental conversation, much like it's obvious you've already had with yourself. I have. I'd I'd have that same conversation.
0: Bonnie... Jumps in and says, we were
2: bamboozled. And she's right. We really were. That's
0: true.
1: And the way I look at it, you two have invested so much more of your time than I have. I just do it for the fun, meeting the fans, doing the mom thing. And I do it for the players. Because I feel like I I can't coach them. I can't tell them what play to do. I can't even tell them what sit-up to do. But the least I can do... Is promote them as a Are team? Are there different you know, kinds of setups? There might be. Okay. I don't see. I don't know. Don't ask me. You know. I certainly do And don't know. so, like, when, but you can tell when, that if you're watching when, on Facebook. When James Live. had said that one of his goals was to, you know, see what other level or higher level that some of these players could go to. That's why I do it. You know, and I, mm-hmm. I'm sure that professionalism is not equal across the board. You know, you can ask the, the different ownerships uh, compared what they've done to other teams. You know. And it's, it's going to be different, right. you know. And, you know, as, as, as the goal of a, a team is to win, but our goal as a fan is to go to the championship. I mean, that's our goal. That's where we're going into every game because we want that. And to say that now we don't have that, I can see how Coco feels bamboozled. So you know here's, I mean?
0: yeah. here's the deal. Uh, we're going to get to uh, this game in a minute because I think it's important for us to talk about this game because this game is the culmination of the season.
2: The whole season. So yeah, this
1: everything. is and like our playoff.
0: This is this our is championship. championship. This is this as is far as we can go. Okay. Um, and we we hope to win that game, and I'm excited about that game. I'm going to go watch that game. I'm 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 driving up to that game. The first
1: game you're going to watch. Yeah, you're not, i are not yeah. going yeah. to play
2: the you suck song though, right? No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Okay. Um. So now, if we win the game, no, yeah, but <laughs> we, we
1: are the champions. But
0: uh. I, I, I'm going to have a great time. Enjoy yourself. But past that, I'm done with the AAL. Okay. I, I just don't want anything to do Can with it. Can
1: we make a bet on that?
0: Because I feel, yeah, sure.
1: How much you want to lose?
0: I'm not going to lose a dime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm not going to be involved with the AAL anymore. Um, and it would break my heart because I enjoy the guys um, the team that we, uh, the players that we get to spend time with, the friendships the friendships and the fans that we've spent time around, doing this is one of the joys and something I really enjoy. Calling the yeah. games is something that I really, really enjoy. So if the team were to say, hey, we're going to give this one more shot, and I had to step away from that, that'd be a bummer. I would be really, really frustrated with that.
2: Yep, I believe that.
0: But here's the deal. If we win this game, if we go out and we dominate the Bulls and we get to say we're champions of the AAL West. You know what that means? It means we were the best team of three teams. Because that's all the AAL West is. Right. There's the Austin Wild. Mm-hmm. There's the North Texas Bulls. Mm-hmm. There's the San Antonio Gunslingers. That's
1: yeah. right.
2: That's no fault of the gunslingers. Nope. 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 nope.
1: No yeah. fault of the ownerships.
0: That's no fault of the ownership of the gunslingers. Has nothing to do with anything they did or didn't do it yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. They were Al,
2: bamboozled with us. Allen yeah, was supposed to be
0: there. Yeah. That mm-hmm. didn't work out. West Texas was supposed to be part of this. That didn't work out. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when we get to say we were champions in our first season, which I hope happens, it means we were the champion of, of three teams. We were the best yeah. of three teams.
2: Thanks to the A.L. commissioner. And
0: unfortunately there's another team out there. And look, there's a team out there that's undefeated right now. Yeah, the Charlotte Thunder. Right, and they put up huge points. I don't think they played anybody near as good <laughs> no. as North Texas Not or San yeah. No, they haven't. Mm-hmm. So they, they I mean, I think that we could take them. Of like course. I want to see. That's the deal. Yeah. I want to see how would Charlotte run us out of the you know at seventy six seventeen like they've done no, some other people. No, no, no. maybe. I don't know, but I'll never know. And that's what bothers me. Yes. And that's, what's going to frustrate me for the rest of my life. And, and I'm not going to sign up for a second year of getting that frustrated. Like I've been, and I've had conversations with you. I've had conversations with the ownership of the team. I've been frustrated with a lot of things around this league Yes, from almost the beginning. But this was the straw that kind of broke the camel's back where I said, look, if they're involved with this again, this year, it would break my heart, but I'm not doing it again. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting this amped up about something to go, woo we're the best of three or two or four teams. Uh, you know, no, I want to know where we You're line up. You're very
1: competitive, so I can see that.
0: Um, that being said, how come the commissioner didn't make this known in the beginning, Bonnie says, and that's a huge part don't of this. I think he knew what he no. was doing. If I'd have known at the beginning that this was the deal, okay, that's on me.
2: Yeah, because yeah, you true. knew from the beginning, right. but Yeah.
0: But to say it three weeks before the end of the the regular season, which turns out to be the end of the season. Right. Boo. Boo. Big boo-boo. Boo.
2: I'm with you. I understand completely.
0: Uh, So all of that being said, I will tell you that um, I'm not the only one frustrated. No. <laughs> I will tell you that Many uh, are. I would be, I expect to be, around the Gunslingers organization next year. That's all I'm going to say. That's, yeah. that's that's as far as I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, I expect to be around, but if the AL is still around, I won't be. I just can't. I, I can't set myself up for that two years in a row.
1: Well, just know that you're not the only one that feels that way. We all oh, I know. That. We no, all I feel know. that. There's a lot of us. No, a for lot sure of fans, a lot of players, a lot of moms, I can tell you that. You right. know, I hear it.
0: Uh, so, North Texas – we're going up there, North Richland Hills. It's at Nitex. I, I'm going with Nitex because that's what I've heard uh, Grayson sure. and some of those folks. say. N-Y-T-E-X.
2: Like, yeah. yeah.
0: It's at the Nitex Sports Center in North Richland Hills. It's only about a five and a half hour drive from San Antonio. Only? Only.
1: Mm-hmm. That's not bad. No, I'm not, I just said only. That's
0: well, a day trip,
2: right? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's better um, than El Paso or Mississippi.
2: Right? hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hattiesburg was Way a lot further. Better. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so that game is coming up on on Sunday. Sunday, three thirty. Three thirty. Although, did you see this? No. North Texas today said four o'clock kickoff. Oh lord! On their Facebook page, did they move it to That's four? That's just thirty minutes. I
2: don't know. Thirty minutes. Yeah, but thirty minutes means a lot. A I lot know it went from the have fifth to, drive to the back sixth. Five and a half hours. Yeah, right.
1: that's true. And then it went from the fifth to the sixth, and then different times. So yeah, there
0: was so a lot of confusion. There. It is on the sixth. It is at three thirty or four, four. or <laughs> four, which <laughs> is not a huge difference. But, it's not, but yeah. Uh And here's what you need to know: if you're going out to the game, uh it is not at the Fort Worth Convention Center. And it is not on Saturday at 7.
1: Not on Saturday.
0: And you may have seen that information. So if you're planning on driving out there, know that it is in North Richland Hills at Nitex at 3.30. Or or 4. But get there at 3.30 and that way you'll be able to see it.
1: And we don't know know if there's tailgating?
0: We have no idea. We
2: have have no no idea idea. about the tailgating. Let's see if we can find something out. Parking. Uh, I don't uh,
0: know what the parking situation is like at Nitex.
2: Looking at it on Google Maps, it looks like they have a substantial parking area, right. which would facilitate uh, tailgating if they allow it, but I don't know that they do, right. but no it idea. seems like they've got a, you know, plenty of parking. Um, I'd like to know who else is going. We've already asked earlier in the show, but yeah, if you are, shoot us a, a note. Uh, I think Greg had talked about it a while back, Greg mm. Nelson, that mm-hmm. he was yeah. going to go. I don't know if he still plans to, I think he's watching right now, so yeah, let us I, know. I
1: earlier. Now, can you buy tickets there, or is that something we don't know either? Like, I, let's. I just would add, assume just,
2: if you walk up and
0: have money in your hand, they're yeah. going to let you in to watch the football
2: right.
1: game. I, I might get a crazy hair, that's you know, an assumption?
2: And, and say, hey. I saw just... someone say that they didn't even see where they could buy tickets online, right, but I, did I didn't go double-check that. Can. Double check that oh. You
0: so. can. Go to North Te- Just Google North Texas Bulls. Go to their mm. page. Okay. You can buy tickets on their page. I've taken a look. Uh, general admission is $15, mm-hmm. the bullpen. And let me stop for a second and say something about the bullpen okay. being what they call their dasher board seat. That's genius. Like I'm going to say lots of mean stuff about the bulls in a second because I'm going to amp everybody up and I'm excited about fighting them. But Oh, Greg Nelson says he can't travel for Sunday's game.
3: Oh
1: no. Boo. Boo.
3: That is a big boo. Uh, boo.
0: So wow, let me say bow. something. Nice about the bulls. Okay, so we nice. get okay. calling your dasher board seats the bullpen I do is like that. absolute genius. That I is do great. like it. I like it. That is really, really great.
2: Good marketing. It would there. be really cool if they had real dasher boards. Okay. Well, that oh, is what it again is. Again with the blow-up ones. Uh
0: Leo doesn't like the inflatables. I'm kinda out on it yeah. the more and more I think about it. But
2: the, there you go. The inflatable. <laughs> oh, inflatable. <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. <laughs>
0: But calling that area the bullpen is genius. Yeah, good marketing. Bullpen seats are twenty nine dollars. Twenty nine. So it's almost double what it is to sit in the general admission. I'm a, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm sitting in general admission.
2: Yeah. twenty nine versus fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, I think general admission. Plus, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Me and
0: my dad are going. Uh, so I got to buy two. If I was just buying one seat, maybe I'd pay the the extra to be down on the floor level. But I, I think I'm just gonna go with general admission. We'll sit in a seat. Yeah. We'll have a chair. Is it just available for sitting us? Sitting
2: down at the floor level and having a table have or does no that idea. come with it like
0: drinks or something, you know? Uh, they don't say. Mm. They just call it the bullpen area and it's twenty nine dollars. So I think we're gonna get general admission. If you're staying back here in San Antonio to watch the game, Greg Nelson Come and watch with me. I don't know where we're light. gonna hang
1: out, but somewhere.
0: Uh here's what you need to know about that. Uh Liam and I have not watched a Gunslingers game in Live. the fan seats <laughs> at all. We are working those whole games. Not um, a one. And we are not able to, let's call it, enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a blast doing the game, calling the game. Mm-hmm. I think Leo does too. But it's a different kind of I enjoy. Yeah, right. it's a different And so experience. we're going to enjoy this game. Uh, North Texas provides their own feed. So we would have been doing double the work anyway to provide a Gunslingers feed. So... Uh, you will not be able to find it on the Gunslingers Game Day channel. That will not be live and active. However, uh, Grace and Nolet is uh, going to provide the game, and the North Texas Bulls okay. are going to provide the game. It's going to be on their YouTube channel. They're always super easy to find. I've never had any struggle or trouble uh, finding their feed to watch any of their games. So when you go to YouTube, when you go to Facebook to watch the game on Sunday, mm-hmm don't look for us that's not what's happening okay uh go look for the north texas bulls feed and listen to grayson and uh his partner he added him halfway through the season so i don't remember his name um, but listen for them they're gonna bring you the game and i'm gonna sit to, sit in the game sit and at enjoy, the game and watch you
1: guys really do need game. to enjoy the game uh I'm gonna... do you want to take my cowbell No, I'm good. Are you sure? How about my tambourine? Someone lost my tambourine. Absolutely. My pom poms—they're all gone because I left them in the office.
0: Well, it is what it is.
1: I think it has something to do with that.
0: I might have. I think Um, (laughs) so. We uh, are—we are going to get sit and watch the game for the first time this season. We decided since uh, since it's the final game, this was our last chance to do that. And since it was something that was already going to get covered, there's no reason to double up. And we can enjoy the game. So, we're going to do that.
1: And take your yellow rags.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, bring them. I don't know that I even have one.
1: Oh, I think I might have one in the car. I'll get I got
0: one. Do you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can get them at Walmart.
0: Uh, so, that is what you need to know about watching the game there. Mm-hmm. And watching the game here in San Antonio. Now, let's talk about the game itself. Okay. Um, because the first game was a... What was it? Three possession. It was tw- it was sixty four forty eight. Yeah, the final right, score. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was a sixteen point win for the North Texas Bulls. The enemy. Right. That was
1: the first game we lost. Yes. The, the only game we lost. The
0: next game, both of them being in the Rose Palace. The next game was the twenty three to twenty two. Yes. Mm. Uh, game
2: a fantastic finish each
0: team has lost one game it has been to each other yep wow uh what are you expecting to see on sunday at the nitek center there in north richland hills with everything that's on the line everybody knows that this is it this is it this is this is all or nothing
2: what are you expecting to see two teams that want to beat the crap out of each other very honest very
1: physical game
2: i i honestly think yeah it, it both these teams are going to go in there knowing that this is this is the culmination of all of their work this is for you know as far as they're going to be able to go make a statement i'm sure they want to make a statement to that other team you mentioned charlotte mm-hmm. um and uh you know put what they are as a team on display for everyone else to to see and realize and wonder what if what if charlotte was you know had been able to play uh, the gunslingers. What if Charlotte had been able to play uh, the North Texas Bulls? Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of pride and uh, a lot that went into this season. But these guys, we saw how hard they worked, mm-hmm. and they know this is going to be this is it. This is it. This, this might is be it. The
1: last this, is, game this is this is
2: this is this is all yeah. of that summed up in one moment. And both teams only stumble was to each other. I think these teams respect each other. I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of mutual respect between the two of them, but I also think there is that rivalry that's been established since the beginning, that that sincere desire to better the other team. Um, I I, I honestly think that both these teams are going to give it everything they've got in this game. And then some. So, I've I've
0: been interested. We we talked before the season even started about this being the rivalry. True? Mm-hmm. And it has been that and more. Most I definitely. I don't think I I could be wrong. I think both teams have kept an eye on each other all season oh, long. Of course. Oh, yes. I don't think either team has at any point been like And we don't care what they do.
1: Oh, no, they're watching us.
0: I think both teams, both Gunslingers, Gunslingers fans, coaches. Yes, everybody. I think we've all kept an eye on North Texas, and I think North Texas has kept an eye on San Antonio Mm -hmm. because I think it's kind of been clear since the beginning. Most definitely. These two teams are the the cream of the Western crop. And that's not anything against Austin. No. And that's nothing against Mississippi or the North Texas Bobcats that North Texas played any of those other kind of teams. Uh, it's just there are there are teams that play at a higher level. Yes. And the these quality two of teams the have kind of showed that they play at a higher level than those other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin uh, Austin never got things figured out as well as I think they could have. Like they I think they are a better football team than they were ever able to put on the field. I think right. they get their emotions
1: um, a little bit out of whack.
0: And and uh Mississippi, I, I really like that organization. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, both times I've dealt with them. I've just been very impressed.
2: Very respectful. Uh,
0: with that organization. So, there's not anything to say about either. West Texas, we can't say anything about because we never saw them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we saw them play Austin, and I was not impressed with what I saw. Um, the little bit that I saw. Yeah. So, these two teams have kind of kept, I, I feel like, have kept an eye on each other all year. For sure. So, it- if it has to be a truncated season and if we don't get playoffs, I'm so glad that this is this the way, is the it's way to finish it.
2: Yeah. And one thing that I find so interesting about this is if you look at these teams and examine these teams, they are like puzzle pieces. They are polar opposites of each other where, okay, so you take the North Texas bulls. They've got a lot of guys on that team. That's what they touted at the beginning with, you know, especially their quarterback, tons of experience yeah. in arena football. Ton, lot, lots of two you know, guys stuff on their, under the belt. Two yeah. big guys on their
0: guys. defensive line are former NFL guys. Yes.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, you have the gunslingers come across with tons of talent, but... When you look at experience and the resumes of these guys before this season, not uh, not at the same level as North Texas, right? The opposite. Young guys. Then you look at the, the the way the teams play. So obviously the North Texas Bulls lean on that offense, that high powered offense. Um, you you could call it elite. And then you have a defense that is very very good, could possibly you know reach that elite level, but it's very very good.
3: Right.
2: You look at the gunslingers. Just flip flop that. Mm-hmm. You have the elite defense that right. they've proven throughout this season, and then they have no the doubt. offense that is very, very good. Has the potential to be reach that next level and, and be elite level, but just co- hasn't quite reached that level yet. And it's just like complete opposites where you take the two teams and you fit them together like a puzzle piece, and it's just you know it's it's gonna they're gonna it's it comes two teams together colliding. for an awesome game That's I what will, it's is. gonna be spectacular i
0: will take that a step further and say there's another mirror i see in these two teams and it's the reason i think the san antonio gunslingers are gonna win okay that is that the north texas bulls started out incredibly strong and have kind of come back down to earth yep whereas the gunslingers We've started out stumbling a little bit mm-hmm. and trying to find their footing and they have consistently gotten better as the years gone on.
1: Definitely come yes, together as a team. very true.
0: And mm-hmm. I see that as a mirror, too, because you go back to that first game. Look, we said what we said. It was a weird game. Uh, everything that was wrong, everything that was weird, from the turf, from the turf all the way up. To the ceiling. Uh, okay. We said what we said during that game, and I stand by anything I said there. But um, to be re- really honest, when at the end of that game, I was like, man, that's not what I expected at all. I thought we were a better football team. It wasn't, wow, North Texas was really great. It was, I thought we were better. Um, We've gotten better. We've gotten to that. On the other side of that, I've watched North Texas.
1: Kind of fall apart.
0: Not necessarily fall apart, just kind of come back to the crowd. Yeah. They haven't been. And I thought James Stolt brought up a great point in that they've had a lot of turnover turnover moving players around trying to find moving the right guy. Ga- guys parts. it's funny that they started out as good as they did scoring 60 points in their first two games and still kept toying and and tricking out right. things yeah. and i'm like why you're you're doing so <laughs> well why do you keep having tryouts um i had somebody in their organization reach out to me and go man we change players every week at practice. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Yeah. yeah. Why are you doing that? And they're like, we're looking for the right thing. And I'm like,
3: yeah, but you're, out pass- you're passing it up. <laughs> though, Something you know, figured
1: out. Yeah.
0: Um, Adam Hernandez says the Rose Palace was nice, but we need to be more toward the center of San Antonio. So we can have fans from the East side, South side, West side, attend more games. Uh, well,
1: we, we were going to have that at the Joe Freeman originally. But things just didn't yeah. If work that out. had
0: worked out, if the Freeman Center had worked it out, been perfect. Uh, Freeman Coliseum, that is
1: centrally
2: located.
0: That's out there. Uh, yeah. The Rose Palace is a lot of fun.
2: It is, yeah. But
0: but we'd be lying. I think anybody that would tell you we'd be lying to say it's ideal.
2: No, yeah, I no, mean, of course not. There
0: are better places to do what this is set up to do. It's not set up to host a can. And has. We made it work. Hosted games. It is not set up to host football games. Right. That's okay. It's a really neat facility. I am going to look back at this season and go, that was really a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And if we wind up there next year, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm yeah. not going to be super upset. But I think there are other options, and I think that uh, there will be – Opportunities to maybe move yeah. in more towards the center
3: attack, and I hope yeah, Andy we know, comes back too. Uh,
2: we know that that ownership is is looking at options for sure. O- already have started A- as they do. should so, be. Yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun. It was fun, no. but not ideal. No, uh, and that's just it is what it is. Um, I expect the gunslingers to win, provided the defense plays like it has played. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the offense, uh, we
2: can't turn the ball over. We can't, cannot That's turn the, the ball. We can't
1: get interceptions. That's the key. We
2: can't turn the ball over. If they can't, if they don't turn the ball over, they've got a really good chance of success. Yes.
0: Now, in the last game we played against Mississippi, there were three interceptions, and I've yeah. said um, several times that I don't count those interceptions against David. Two at of all. them were not. Two yeah, of them. On mm-hmm. the One of them was. But hey. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing in my life I've ever done perfect either. So, one of them was behind his receiver in the end zone. Those things happen. Uh, The defender happened to be in the right spot, and it went right to him. It it happens. It is what it is. Nobody, nobody does everything perfect. Um, On the flip side of that, there were two other interceptions. I don't blame David for it all. He hit his receivers in the hands. Mm -hmm. And when you hit your receivers in the hands, it 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 should be one of two things. It should either be incomplete, and I should be upset with you, or it should be complete and we should be moving forward and we're all happy. Yeah, But it should never be an interception if right. I hit you in the hands. And everybody knows, everybody knows around football that if you can't bring that ball in, it needs to go down, not up. Right. If it goes up, all kinds of weird things can happen. And that just happened to happen to those guys twice. Um, is what it is. We cannot turn the ball over the way that we did against Mississippi and expect to win against North Texas. That's just right. not going to happen. Uh, but provided those two things, the defense plays like it played and the offense doesn't turn over the ball, I like our chances. For sure. I mean, I like our chances to come home with that that that
3: championship. storied
0: championship trophy. The ring. <laughs> the rings. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you do rings for I'm getting a ring. division I championship? I don't know. I don't know well, Do you either.
1: get a T-shirt, a hat? What do we get? I don't know. Mm. We'll see.
0: Lorenzo says turnover on downs hurt us
2: more than turnovers. You know? Well, it's a turnover. It results in the same thing. I get that. But I guess what hurts more on turnover downs is you had four opportunities to get that first down and could get it done. Where a turnover could happen on first down. I can see how that hurts.
0: Yeah, but I feel like... we're going to force as many of those as we're going to give up. So those we are lost to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, the I, gunslingers they have to lead, lead lead the league in that category.
0: Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I realize that you don't ever want it. You want to get points and we did. We scored points on the first three uh offensive uh possessions. And that's what you want to do. But as far as turnovers on downs, no, I don't ever want to have any of them, but I'm not going to be uh, stressed out about them as much as long as the defense is doing their jobs and, and forcing as many of those as we're giving up. Um, that
1: was a good point, though. Thanks for interacting, though, Lorenzo. Yeah,
0: no. Yeah. Love to hear it. Um, so.
1: I think it's just y'all going to the game because apparently no one has
0: responded. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> RB's
1: going. Okay, that's three of y'all.
0: Oh, there you go.
2: And Lulies.
1: Okay, four. There you go. Uh, and your dad, five.
0: Yeah, my pop's going. But he lives up there. He might even be a North Texas fan. I don't know. No. No.
1: I I was like, (laughs) what? Uh,
0: So I expect to see the Gunslingers win. Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. For sure.
2: Yeah. Very, very
1: physical game. It's going to be low scoring, and um, we're going to be on top.
2: Yep. Do you think it's going to be in the same areas, the 20s, or do you think this is going to be higher? Let's make a prediction.
0: I don't know. Um, You know what? I'm going to jump out there. We'll be there in spirit. Kim Nelson says, man, I wish you were going to be there, like, there. We get it, though. We get it. It,
1: it is we'll, what it is. We'll yeah. all party together. I don't know where, but we're going to figure something out.
2: Um, we'll have a drink for
1: y'all. We'll be drinking somewhere.
2: I think, based
0: on the fact that the gunslingers have been coming up and mm-hmm. the bulls have been going down, yep. I think the gunslingers blow them out.
1: You're how calling many a blowout. Dang.
0: I think the Gunslingers are going to blow them out.
1: Wow. Give me some numbers. Back it up.
0: Uh, I think we're talking at least as many points as they were beaten by in the first game, which was 16. I think that the Gunslingers will win the game by 16, 16 or points. more. Okay. Wow. Bold. Uh, I I I believe in this defense. I see enough talent on the offense that i believe that they are capable of doing that um i don't see any reason the gunslingers couldn't blow them up
1: okay sounds good you heard it here
0: so don't 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 turn me into a liar no it's go out there and play a game
1: yeah Yeah. have fun
0: do do what you're capable of doing and there's no reason you can't do that and for sure you can uh i've watched the north texas bulls you know, try to find the right combination and slowly just decline. So what I saw is a team that beat the Gunslingers by 16. Mm-hmm. Then I saw it become a wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, a one-point victory is a toss-up. Right. So now I'm I I'm sticking with There's- this mirrored philosophy of one going one way and one going the other, and I think that, uh, that we win
2: by 16 or more. There you go. Gunslingers, 16 or more blowout, or Philip kills a bunny.
1: Oh, my God. No, I'm not doing that. Why are you
2: going to kill a bunny?
0: <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. Uh... I thought you
2: were trying to put pressure on them. No. Oh. I, thought that, I, no. Thought that, I thought that was your strategy here. How no. about uh, if,
1: if they uh, lose, you'll shave off your beard?
2: No, that's not happening.
0: <laughs> that's not happening. My wife put you up to that? No, not at <laughs>
3: all. It's our secret. <laughs>
0: uh no i that that would be my and, and i know it sounds like uh <laughs> uh i know it sounds like Homerism, and maybe it is i don't know but honestly that is that is me as a football guy looking at these two teams and their trajectories and going there's no it reason that can't happen it could happen that so could happen. i'm gonna call it that way call I, it hey i'm like a weatherman i can be wrong And nobody will notice. Like, (laughs) y'all will give me a a hard time for a week. Look, here's the deal. If I'm wrong Mm -hmm. and we end up losing by 16, y'all are going to be so upset, you're not going to remember that I called it that
1: way anyway. It's the last game anyway. And then are we going to come and do a podcast after the game? Yeah. Yeah.
0: We've got at least one more show. I say two more shows. We've got at least one more.
1: We have to wrap it up with the party, Uh, with the tailgate. But,
0: yeah, I'm calling it. It's going to be a block. A hard-fought one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's not going to be easy. Mm-mm. That's not my expectation at all. And if anybody hears me say, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna walk in and mop the floor," that's not what I it said. Um, it's not going to be easy, but I think in the end, uh, the Gunslingers are a better team than North Texas.
2: I like that. That it, I was, it, it I'll did agree not,
0: with. It did not start out that way, but at this point, that, uh, you know,
1: that's where we're at now. The
0: Gunslingers have gotten to their six and one record one way, and you've brought this up more than anybody, Leo. Uh, the Gunslingers have gotten to six and one one way. North Texas has gotten there a different way. Yeah. That's true. And when when there's a team that puts pressure on North Texas, uh, they have a tendency to, to get skittish.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Not really fold, because they're still 6-1. and one. They've still battled them out. But when they played the North Texas Bobcats, mm-hmm. it wasn't until the end of the game that they took control and won the game. And the same thing happened against Austin.
1: So we have to make sure our lead is way up there before the so fourth quarter because they'll come back.
0: Both of those teams, uh, North Texas, Bobcats, and Austin, took them right down to the fourth quarter. Um, neither one of those teams are as good as the Gunslingers. Mm-hmm. And that's the most recent uh, games that North Texas has played besides playing the Gunslingers, has been Austin and North Texas. Mm-hmm. And. Both of those games that they've struggled and those teams aren't as good as us. I look, yeah. I know it sounds like oh, he's a homer. He's saying that because he's a gunslingers guy. Sure, maybe um, that's the way you see it. But I'm really looking at things logistically and, and, and trying to take my hope as a gunslingers fan that that's what happened and looking at it and going, I see one team that's coming up and I see one team that has struggled lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me, I think the team that is uh, on its way up and has more potential to do even better than they've done,
3: because mm-hmm.
0: that's the thing. The gunslingers have played really well and won six games in a row, mm-hmm. five games in a row. We got a we got one of those victories on uh, forfeit. forfeit, so that is yeah. what yeah. it is. But they've won five games in a row. At no point in that five-game run am I like, and they're hitting on all cylinders. There's always been like they yeah. won, but right. they could do more.
3: That's true. Well, this is the
0: last chance. Like if it. they're going to do more, they got to do more now. Um, and I think that I, I think this is it. Like I really think this is going to be the game. I hope it is
1: because oh, now sure. i kind of gone out there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you sure have. You, you put, put it, out, it there. out there now. You put so... it out there.
2: I mean,
1: oh, that's it... sweet.
2: What? That
1: all he wants for Father's Day is the Gunslinger Championship. Oh,
2: yeah, it's going to be Father's Day. No.
1: Isn't it? Wait. Not no. that no, it's the twentieth. No, it's
2: the next the, the yeah. following one. Yeah, but that's still... well, we can celebrate. two more weekends. That is a that is a good uh Father's Day wish for sure. And we have a lot
1: of dads in the hey, team too.
0: They could for my birthday, the gunslingers can make me write and blow them out. My birthday was just yesterday. That's
1: right. We sing happy birthday to you. Yeah, you yeah. did.
0: Well, yeah, on the Facebook live. You yeah, did. I did. We didn't do it on the podcast. No, we're not doing it again.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, the gunslingers for my birthday could make me write. There you go. Win the championship of the AL West and make Philip right. If there's your motivation. Yeah. <laughs> make some guy, some fat guy with a beard, happy. There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's your goal. Two fat guys with a beard happy. I mean, I'll be happy too. Sure. Okay. Sure. My guess is there's
0: other Two fat guys and a gal? in San that. Antonio. With beards, I don't then. any Are other beard. fat guys
2: with beards out there watching? Yeah, <laughs> raise your they, hand that would be excited
0: about a win for yeah. the gunslingers. Yeah, let us know. Yeah,
2: if the gunslingers can get pressure on Kent Jr., which and they make can. him uncomfortable, We've seen that yes, they can. Yeah, if they can make him uncomfortable like they did, mm-hmm. that and and limit the turnovers, mm-hmm. uh, I don't see any reason why you're not right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. It, When you're talking about sports and prognosticating sports, you're right as much as you are wrong. There's a a great bit uh, (laughs) on the Simpsons, early in the Simpsons, when the Simpsons were really good, where Homer's betting on football. Mm -hmm. And he's watching a guy that's prognosticating before the game. And he's like, uh, you know, he's right 54% of the time or 52% of the time. Yeah, it's 52% of the time. Well, he calls the game and Homer bets on it that way, whatever way that... That guy calls it. And at the end of the game, they've lost. It Uh. was wrong. And the guy comes on and he goes, well, when you're right 52% of the time, you're wrong 48% of the time. (laughs) And Homer goes, why didn't you say that before? (laughs) When you're prognosticating football, sometimes if you're doing better than 50%, you're doing pretty well. You're doing good, yeah. yeah. Um, So I can be wrong. I don't think I am. No, of course not. I think this team has... Has Enough what it takes. Talent and potential for sure uh that they can they can soundly beat North Texas.
2: I like the bunnies' chances. <laughs> I'm not no killing bunny. a bunny. <laughs> you want to
1: you freak that out to kill a bunny?
0: <laughs> not killing any bunnies.
1: No bunnies. Is that what that little bunny is? Full going going Is that a bunny? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No bunnies. Somebody, kill,
2: nobody wants a bunny to, you know, yeah. die. That's why. So the gunslingers are gonna win. There oh, they're going to
1: win either way, bunny or no bunny, if beard or a, no beard. If I had
2: said a snake or a crocodile or something, no one would care. Right? That's true. Or, uh, you know, a fish. Because then I could just put tap water in Jane, the thing. James Stout is a big fish. Oh, is he really? At. he's got like that. those big tanks. Yeah, yeah. So I had he, no idea. He, he would be offended.
0: Um, so so this is it. This is the championship. That's right. Would it be nice if we could win this game and uh, get a call? uh at from the who? end call next week from charlotte and says hey oh bring your team on up and let's play a game would that be cool
2: that I, would be awesome that, that would, be, would be incredible just where where are they going to play it that would be the thing but right. yeah you know new if orleans. charlotte called and said bring let's your go team up here. let's go to
1: new orleans let's go to new orleans because know.
0: there's nobody in new orleans i don't to know watch it's halfway
1: <laughs> yeah but there's nobody there that's going
0: to care about that game it's either, uh, <laughs> either got to be here in san antonio yeah, or yeah. Well, there. let it be here let it be here then I'm
3: here."
0: If Charlotte called and said, "Hey," call them over the weekend. You bring your team up here; we'll give you a game and play. I like the Gunslingers' chances in that too. We may lose. I don't know enough about Charlotte. I haven't been able to watch a lot of them. You know, what but would, I know that their opponents are not that
1: great.
2: You know what would determine where the home game would have to be? Obviously, they want they need to stream it, so it would be who which team had the better broadcast. So,
1: of course, uh, we won. Well, it
0: would I'd, be San Antonio. Under that logic, actually, the team without the broadcast should host
2: the game. Why is that? I don't
3: know. Because like their,
0: fa- their fans can go watch the game like they have been all year. The team with the better broadcast will broadcast the game for their fans back home. So by that logic, the team with the better broadcast would actually be the road team. But you do it by record. Mm. Okay. This is how you always
2: have to do that's this. That's true. Yes.
0: If, if one team plays, uh, if two teams are going to play each other, where is the home game? If you're not going to play in a neutral site, I don't think a neutral site makes sense. No. Because there's nobody that's going to come watch a game in – Hattiesburg, Mississippi, which is about halfway between Charlotte and here. Okay. Nobody for the Mississippi Raiders is going to care if the Charlotte Thunder or San Antonio Gunslingers win. So they're not going to show up to that game.
1: I'm going to give somebody a call today. Or so, not today this weekend. so
0: you got to host it somewhere. you got to host it in one of the I cities. say San Antonio. And you do that by record, and they're undefeated, and we've got a uh. loss. So it's in Charlotte. But if Charlotte – I think I, I think move heaven and earth and make that game happen because I want to see how that works.
3: That
2: would, that would be, be awesome. Yes, it would. Uh,
0: somebody call Ted Ginn. Somebody call uh, Thomas Davis. Yeah. those are the two owners. Both former uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh wow. Yeah, both Hector's a big Carolina. Hector, wealthy. get on the phone.
1: Call them <laughs> already, Hector. <laughs> uh, yeah, they both got NFL
0: money. They, they can got make money. this thing. Oh now. yeah,
2: they
1: could
0: do it. We
2: don't need the AL anymore. No, they don't. could pay for a broadcast team we'll to go, go over there. And- sure. Yeah, yeah. Why
0: not? Uh, no, it would be really cool if that were to happen. We're all dreaming. That'd be epic. Uh, I can't imagine. I I don't know. Maybe Charlotte thinks... Crazier things have happened. Maybe Charlotte is just as upset as we are. It's like, no, we want to be the champions. We don't want to say... We were undefeated, yeah. and we beat everybody we played. Oh, well, we I'm wanna, sure they are. We want to say we were the
2: champions. Didn't yeah. in
1: another league, was it the Orlandos, that they claimed that them to be the champions? That was in the, the AAF. Yeah, oh, because yeah. that,
2: that was a different circumstance. The season the season ended. They, right, but they called themselves the champions. Abruptly because the league folded. Yeah. And they're like, well, we have the best records, so we're the champions.
0: Well, and they beat everybody they beat that everybody. would have yeah. been... A a challenger for the championship. So Mm, Yeah, I mean. Because they had beat us, barely. Barely. God, second game would have been great.
2: Let's not talk about it. Um,
0: (laughs) They had beaten Arizona, which was another team that could have given them. uh, And they had beaten San Diego, I think. So they had beaten everybody. I was in Best
2: Buy recently. We were buying something there. I don't remember what. And uh, there was a couple in there, and the, the lady was wearing... A commander's shirt, and yeah. she walks by me. She stops. She's looking at something, and I looked at her, and she looked up and noticed me. And then I said, "Your shirt hurts my heart." Yeah, <laughs> and it. she's like, "Oh man, it was so fun," and I was like, "Oh man, you're telling so me." So let's let's end there because yes. we need to wrap okay. up the episode. Let's yeah.
0: end with that idea: the San Antonio Commanders. If you were a Commanders fan and that's how you got hooked into this whole thing, yep, it was over by now. This isn't.
2: Yep. That's true. Like, it's
0: not the playoff structure we wanted. No, it's uh, not. But we're already talking about season two. That's yes, true. We are. Ownership's already talking about it. We're talking about it on the podcast. Um, there are already plans in effect for season two. Woo! By the time the, the commanders had gotten to this point, there wasn't. it didn't exist there anymore. There was no more. They never made it this far. So, this is better. Yes. I mean, we've made it farther. We're going to complete a season... We're either going to be the champions or we're not. That's true. We're going we to be. Ne- but we're we never. be. I think we're going to be. Um, but one of those things is going to happen. We're not going to have to have conversation forever about, no. you know, who would have won between North Texas and San Antonio if they would played one more time. We'll find out Sunday. This is all going to be
1: Sunday it. fun day. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: That's what you want to go out on?
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sunday fun day. <laughs> yeah. And
0: yeah, nothing else?
1: Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's at the end Guns of the show. Up. Guns up.
3: Guns
0: up. Uh, so we're this isn't our last show. We're gonna have at least right. one more beyond this. Um, and my expectation is uh, we're gonna be really celebratory mm-hmm. uh, next week when we have a chance to gather nice. together and talk about the gunslingers whipping up on the on. What are Sla- they gonna do? to The bulls
1: slaughter. BS <laughs> bull
2: slaughter. RC said it. I didn't say oh. it. We may have to have some drinks on that show. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: celebratory. Yeah, for
1: I
3: sure. mean, sure.
1: We have to probably go to our favorite spot, our sponsor
3: Bob. Oh yeah. No, oh, that's not it. Oh.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right.
1: Right,
2: I say that. We're oh God.
3: cedars are and then there's you you, you suck. suck we're really really great. really great in contrast you really suck here you it suck. is here's the fail. okay full disclosure we're not that great but
0: nevertheless you suck there it is we're great you suck I said I wasn't going to do it.
2: You said you weren't. you did. But I did. You couldn't contain yourself. Couldn't contain myself. (laughs) No.
0: Uh, We're excited for the game. It's great that these two teams are the ones that get to play this final game. Uh, Whatever happens beyond that stinks that we're not going to get to see. But the fact that this is how it is going to uh, go down and there is this third game between these two teams. They both played. Uh, They both won against each other. There's no better way. You couldn't have written this script better.
2: No, this is exactly how you would hope. It would go outside of those few things. Yeah.
0: So we're going to wrap things up right there. So all that's left to be said is Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by
1: Texas Sports LMT. That stands for Licensed Massage Therapist. Specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. She worked alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. She has also worked and provided Sports Stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. Sports Stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. It is safe. For just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better or on the field, in the gym, and in everyday activities. And I can tell you right now, guess who's getting a massage on Monday? Uh, that would be me.
0: Some of the players, I'm sure.
2: Mm. No, me. Yeah.
1: I'm getting a massage from Laura oh, on Monday. Oh, I oh. thought
2: we—I thought you really wanted us to guess.
3: I'm so. oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> okay,
1: the players might after the game, but I'm getting a massage. One o'clock, so don't call me at one o'clock. So give Laura the Texas Sports L&T. Deal. Got it. A, a call to set up an appointment today at 210-459-0176. Again, call Laura at 210-459-0176. It's not how you train. It's how you recover.
0: Smoking God's podcast is also brought to you. We've already talked about it once, but I don't talk about them again. I'm just sure. going to mention their names. Sure. Our amazing patrons. patrons, Patrons? patrons. I think we call them patrons. Okay. I think that's what we go with. All right. Uh, Iris and Mo, Herman, Alba, Greg and Kim, uh, Humphrey, Adriana, Warren, all of those guys. Love you awesome. uh, we, we talked about them earlier. I'll talk about them again. I'll talk about them to the end of time. Besitos. Because they're a big part of what we do. Special thanks to James Stolt for coming on. For yeah, sure. Thanks, James. All of those that jumped on with us Facebook Live and made the show even better by interacting with us live. Mm-hmm. um watch out you never know we didn't even say anything this was yeah. a surprise live episode That's we never true. even promoted it um and we still had 12 we 15 got like guys checking in uh so when it comes to football mm-hmm. uh-huh. in san antonio
2: yes right here Aki.
0: only one team that's right. Can be the champions. Numero uno. That's us. And is it gonna be the
1: gunslingers? A for
0: sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 and why is that? Why are we gonna be the champions over somebody like the North Texas Bulls? Because we're the best We're
2: great. You suck. And the Bulls suck. <laughs> BS The bulls enemy. Slaughter. No, seriously, y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a slaughter. <laughs> We,
0: uh, we, we, we really respect what they do out there, but we're better.
3: Yes, we are. In every
0: way. <laughs> when, it, uh, when it comes to football in San Antonio, we've got the fans. We've yep. got the uh, football. We've we got the Tailgating. Food, we've got the team, and, uh, and, and we've got a message. Mm-hmm. We've got a message specifically for those North Texas Bulls. And that is when it comes to football, arena football in Texas and all over the country, the 210 has got something to say.
1: Bang, bang.